0: Welcome to our first ever mini episode of Perspective. In this aspect of series, we are going to sit down and ask various USC students their perspective on a very specific topic. Today, I will be sitting down with Hollis Brown, and she is going to discuss film photography. Hollis, thank you for joining me in our first ever a Spec of series. Um, I'm excited to finally have um, the Spec fearless leader and editor in chief on to talk about something so interesting.
1: Hi, yes, thank you so much. I'm I'm so excited to be on Perspective, and can I just say that now I hear Spec in so many words. Like I love the plays on the word so much,
0: and yes, it's an honor. <laughs> So, Hollis, to begin, what is your perspective on film photography?
1: Ooh, okay. Where do I begin? Um, Well, I've always loved scrapbooking. I actually think that's where it all started. And I used to kind of go visit my grandpa. Um, He lived in Manhattan, and he had literally shelves and shelves of scrapbooks all the way back to, like, the 40s and... Um, seeing photos just on print of my dad and his siblings growing up like the travels they did um, his time you know just becoming a father and also just kind of growing up too and always having his camera always made me fascinated by by film and I sort of feel like for a moment there when, when the iPhone came out and now what are we on, like the 14, um, <laughs> the cameras in an iPhone have made it so easy and accessible for everyone to just snap photos um, and get this like instant gratification. But I think maybe like two years ago, it probably was honestly like the beginning of the pandemic. I found this old film camera that my my dad had, it was like this Pentax and I started playing around with it. And I took like the photography classes in high school, you know, but it wasn't like, it wasn't something I did regularly. And I was like, why not? Like, I love, I love photography. And I think I kind of got very focused on that instant gratification I was talking about of just taking photos on an iPhone. And all of a sudden I had like 20,000 images in my camera roll. And I'm like, oh my God, how am I ever going to sort through these? Um, So I decided to start kind of investing in my own film camera and taking photos. And since the pandemic, I bought my own Olympus camera, which literally does not leave my side. I bring it everywhere with me. And it's just this 35 millimeter camera that I take with me and not gonna lie getting film developed has become increasingly more expensive it is a lot it's an expensive hobby um but it i think is. <laughs> yeah if you're doing it for the right reasons because like honestly you see so many people even like take photos and put a film filter on it and i just think that defeats the whole purpose like it's it's really about this kind of uh, beauty of not taking a photo and then seeing it right away and like seeing how you look and adjusting it it's like no like this is a moment that I want to capture I know I'll have you know a few weeks before I'll get to see it and I'll cherish it even more when I do get it developed so I always get my negatives back and my prints back so I can scrapbook my own photos like my grandfather did and now I have I would say I'm like looking at a good almost full shelf of it Um, which is really, really special because I'll have those forever. And maybe one day, you know, my, my future family will, will get to enjoy them as well. Um, but yeah, I've been, I've been taking lots of, lots of film photos since, since really the the pandemic and I'm not the only one for sure, but I think it's just this kind of art form that was lost for a little while and is now kind of making its way back into mainstream popular culture which uh, is like uh, you know like okay yes like let's do it let's you know still get these great film memories out there but let's make sure that we're also kind of kind of savoring it and not doing it for the sake of a trend I guess
0: yes yeah I feel like it's just so popular now I feel like David Dobrik popularized it with his david's disposables instagram account do you know what i'm talking about yes yes yeah. i do, I do. I like first it was the disposable cameras and then people were like wait this is expensive and then they actually started buying like real film cameras that they can reuse over and over again and then i feel like in the pandemic too like the price of film just skyrocketed it did. um yeah, because of like production issues and things, there were, like,
1: and then is of film. Like for a time, you could not buy Kodak or you could not buy like thirty-five millimeter film anywhere. Like yeah,
0: on Amazon, like I remember looking and the prices for even just like a two pack, it was like eighty dollars. I was like, wow, that's insane. But mm-hmm. um, and now people are like moving to digital cameras. I feel like just because you know it's cheaper and. Yeah yeah I guess that's just the trend now but I think film photography is like you were saying just so special and it's like a process like I feel like if you don't have a appreciation for the process then like it is just going to be a trend for you but like for you Hollis I know it has like so much meaning behind it um Do you have like a specific place that you get your photos developed or do you know how to like do that yourself at all?
1: That's such a good question. I actually, if anyone knows like a dark room in LA that like is open to the public, I would love you forever. I would love to go to a dark room because in my, in high school, when I took a photo class, um, shout out Mr. Ballard in Hong Kong, I actually had, there was a dark room in my high school and that was the first time I got to go through the entire process of um, kind of, developing my film so i haven't found a place in la yet but i go to i honestly i'm not gonna gatekeep but like it's the best i do recommend it it's j and f um it's like 10 minutes away from usc they're the best um you can do like matte or glossy prints um most people don't get prints because it's more expensive but since i scrapbook them i just think it's worth it um and they yeah they're the best they have a deal on wednesday that you can um, get a better price. So if you want to check them out, go ahead. There's also a great place in Silver Lake. Um, what's the name of it? We used to go all- D and They all have letters. <laughs> um, they're great too. But yeah, if anyone knows of a dark room, like developing film is like just the coolest thing to do in person. I think a lot of people just drop them off and are like, oh, who knows what goes on back there. But no, it's like this very meticulous process of making sure you know everything is aligned. The process of dipping it in the different chemicals and then actually seeing it appear right in front of your eyes. It's like this kind of beautiful simplicity, I guess. Um, So yeah.
0: (laughs) I feel like for film too, the other aspect that makes it so special is that each photograph is so unique. And like with my film camera... I feel like it's just like I've dropped it a few times so I feel like it's just I don't know maybe not in the best shape but all of my photos or some of them get like this really cool overlap with other prints I guess or other parts of like the film roll, and it creates this like really unique image and I guess people would be like oh that one's messed up but like those are always my favorite images because they're so just unique I guess
1: yeah like this perfect like chaos of the photo like you're kind of like whoa that I did not intend for that like streak of light mm-hmm. in the map to kind of come through or the neon of someone's like Halloween costume like I just got Halloween film developed and there was someone in like a, a traffic what, what are they called it the, with like the vest traffic vest and it kind of just was like electrified in the night and there was this such a cool glare that came through on it and yeah I have a film account where I post kind of my own my own film images and I love it because I keep the photos to myself until I'm ready to share them on there and then my friends are all like what like I forgot about this or like this was such a fun time like I'm so glad you captured this or whatever and it's just really cool to like rehash like past events and yeah post them when you want um Because, yeah, you're not really doing it for anyone else. You're kind of doing it for your own memory, like, special vault,
0: I Mm -hmm. guess. And what's your film account? Just a shout (laughs) out.
1: Shout out. It's at Bubbet on Film, B-U-B-B-E-T on Film. And it's kind of like a term of endearment that I came up with when I was, like, a little kid. So I, like, call people that. It sounds really weird, but. No, it's cute.
0: Bubbet on Film. Check it out. (laughs) I'll link it in the podcast description below (laughs) so people can check it out. Okay. Um, Well, thank you, Hollis, for sharing what film photography is to you and your perspective on it. make sure to follow spec at usc on instagram as well maybe we'll post a few film photos on there sometimes we do maybe we should do it a little bit more um but yeah check there for film photos as well as updates about new full-length episodes and mini episodes so thank you all for joining me and thanks for listening thanks bye <laughs>